episode of the ITB News Podcast is brought to you by Essential Costa Rica. Hello everybody and welcome back to the ITB News Podcast. I'm your host Alex Outhwaite. Now each monthly episode we're going to be bringing you up to date with all things ITB Berlin. We're going to have some exclusive interviews and also news from around the world of travel. Now this episode I'm going to be chatting to Kat Jones who is the CEO and founder of Byway Travel and she's going to be telling me about slow travel and flight-free travel. But first, let's get stuck in with some news. Some great news from Costa Rica, which is leading the way on sustainability. To reach net zero by 2050, Costa Rica, which boasts 6.5% of the world's biodiversity and 3.5% of its marine life, has placed sustainability at the centre of its travel and tourism industry. The country is working to improve the way in which natural and social resources are used, while promoting active participation from local communities and supporting competitiveness within the entrepreneurial sector. One of the key sustainability drivers is through the non-profit organisation Fonafifo, which allows even the smallest businesses such as shops and restaurants to offset their carbon footprint by participating in local sustainable development and reforestation programs. Costa Rica's sustainability efforts have been already widely recognised by the international community and the country received a 2019 Champions of the Earth Award, the United Nations' highest environmental honour. Jamaica is looking to the future with 15,000 more rooms after a strong recovery. Destination Jamaica is investing in capacity and infrastructure to meet growing demand for its diverse tourism offering. The country's tourism industry has bounced back at an impressive rate since travel restrictions were lifted. For the period January to December 2022, there were 20,519 flights compared to 14,628 for the same period in 2021. Moving into the first quarter of 2023, the destination is experiencing a significant thrust in air seats and revenues from core markets like the United States and United Kingdom. Donovan White, the Director of Tourism Jamaica, said 2022 was a year of surpassing our expectations as we pursued the recovery track post the global ravages of the COVID-19 pandemic. The sector's ability to bounce back and the impressive rate of recovery continue to demonstrate the resilience of the industry and the spirit of stakeholders investing with confidence. Destination Jamaica is, of course, richly endowed with a vast array of attractions. This includes the capital Kingston, which was designated a music city in the UNESCO Creative Cities Network. The nearby Blue Mountains were also awarded World Heritage Site status for their rich natural resources and cultural significance. In Latvia, Riga Airport takes centre stage for the Baltic region. RIX, the Riga airport, located just 15 minutes from downtown Riga, has positioned itself as an important growth engine for one of Europe's most dynamic regions, providing quick connections by air, road and high-speed rail to all three Baltic capitals. The aviation hub offers more than 100 direct destinations from Latvia's capital during the summer season and is planning on growing connectivity even further, with many new destinations being announced in 2023. It's currently being transformed into a next-generation air-rail hub 
thanks to its strategic location along Rail Baltica, a high-speed link connecting all three Baltic capitals to high-speed rail networks in Europe. Georgia will welcome visitors to ITB Berlin with infinite hospitality. The official host country of this year's show will put Georgia's love of hospitality on display for the world to see. Georgia will kick off ITB Berlin with a festive gala at the CityCube Berlin on March the 6th, attended by some 2,500 VIP guests from 180 countries, with performances including traditional and modern elements of Georgian culture, as well as lots of dancing and music. The country's programme at ITB Berlin centres around the concept of infinite hospitality, a defining trait of its national identity which unites Georgians of different generations. Georgia will share its hospitality culture through its core cultural elements, such as Supra, the feast tradition. Supra, one of the most illustrative symbols of Georgian culture, brings people together to celebrate and share food and drink while enjoying each other's company. The unique visible structure, patterns, pictographs of Georgian Supra tableware represent a unique form of storytelling. Some news from ITB Berlin 2023 Industry platform ITB Explore goes online and augments the live event in a virtual space. The new virtual B2B platform ITB Explore offers visitors preparing for ITB Berlin 2023 a wide range of options and augments the comprehensive programme at the show. The new ITB Explore platform and the ITB mobile app are virtual companions of the live event and offer exhibitors, trade visitors and media members wide-ranging content for preparing their visit to ITB Berlin. The ITB mobile app is the smart companion for visiting the live event. In addition to information on the app, which is free of charge, it also offers trade visitors, product and exhibitor information, a detailed overview of the programme of events and interactive hall plans. Useful information on how to make the most of the virtual website and a step-by-step -step guide to ITB Explore can be found at itb.com. For this episode's interview, I'm going to be chatting with Kat Jones, who is the founder and CEO at Byway, the world's first platform for flight-free holidays. They focus on scenic slow travel experiences by train, boat, bus and bike, and stand by the principle that travelling through the world is better than flying over it. Okay, thank you so much for joining me today, Kat. I'd love to just have a bit of a brief overview about Byway and the kind of products that you offer. Yeah, sure. Uh, my pleasure. We are very focused on flight-free travel at Byway. That's all we do. We're 100% flight-free, um, but really uh, kind of thinking about the emphasis on the joyful journeys that you get mm. when you travel flight-free, right? When you're going by train and boat and bus overland and stopping off and exploring and having sleeper trains you know there's a romance of that sort of travel um and so. so yeah so we're we're really focused on the joy of the journey on the fact that the experience is often richer and more interesting and maybe more unexpected when you go overland um so although we obviously are sustainable and that's kind of a, a big kicker for lots of customers it's not usually the primary reason that people will book a byway holiday you know that will be because wow that actually just sounds amazing and not like something I would normally do well I very much enjoy overland travel myself so that sounds right up my street indeed um why do you think flight free travel is so important oh 
lots of lots of reasons I think one you know for me I'm I'm the founder of the business business is three years old um and we're you know we're a package travel company so we do all the trains and all the boats and all the buses and all the accommodation and the bag drop and all of those things mm-hmm. um so really the point is to make it super easy for customers um the reason there are a couple of reasons I think it's important so one is I've never owned a car myself um, and I've always traveled this way you know I've always been that that person who's going around on holidays on trains and buses and boats um and I've always looked really unusual and I've always loved my journeys and thought wow if only more people got to experience this you know they would love it and they would want to do more of it and they would want to tell their friends about it but it's always been it's it's always been really really hard to do um and so you know, byway there is is aiming really to make it simple for the customer to discover this journey, book it in one click, and then we can kind of handle all the faff of the various tickets you need and all of that. <laughs> um, so I think that that piece of a, a person discovering how gorgeous it is as an experience is a really big motivation for me to say, well, if we can build the tech platform that makes it possible to do that without ring binders full of timetable printouts, then um, it makes what I love accessible to lots of people. So I suppose that was my primary motivation. And then the secondary one is it's hugely impactful for the climate, right? You know, you know, we know what the impact of air travel is. Uh, we know that giving up one return trip to the Mediterranean by plane is more impactful for the climate than spending a year as a vegan. And lots of people spend a year as a vegan for a, you know, climate motivation. So um, that's sort of the other really important thing about um, rediscovering the joys of traveling this way. You've mentioned slow travel a couple of times there. Are flight-free travel and slow travel the same, or do you think there are differences between the two? Yeah, great question. I think slow travel is a subset of flight-free travel. Um, So it is about traveling over land, uh, but it's also about, it's it's a bit of a mindset, you know, it's about going into an experience knowing that um, you can take your time over it and you can enjoy the journeys and you prioritize the scenic journeys that might be a little bit slower and you might stop off for lunch and you know it's that you so you can have a kind of fast if you go to Rome to Rio say or um, Google Maps and you say uh-huh. take me somewhere by train uh, they will and they'll they'll take you there as fast as you can go or they'll take you there maybe as cheap as you can go um, but they won't take you there as enjoyable as you can go that's so that's true. really what <laughs> that's really the difference that we have with Byway. You know, we're we're routing all, you know, we're a tech company. We have various routing algorithms that are running in the background when people come in and put in interest and dates. But we um we're focusing on what's the most enjoyable journey we can configure for this user based on their interests, um, which then naturally may not be the fastest possible way to go, but it means you're not spending so long on trains. You might be on trains with excellent Wi-Fi, depending what you're looking for. You might just be on super scenic alpine routes where you can pause and enjoy. So, um, you know, I think there's there's also a bit of a spectrum for people of... um, Some of the people who will come to us in the first place will say, I'd like to go to Venice, and I'd quite like to get the train. And we'll we'll happily put that together for them pretty quick to Venice, have a nice time, quick, pretty quick back. Um, but we'll pop in a, a little stop or two on the way that's a little bit off the beaten path, a little bit under the radar. And usually then they'll come home and say, oh, well, you know, Venice was all very well. It was very nice. But actually my highlight was this little bit oh. that I didn't know about that you just popped in. And then next time they come, they're a little bit further down that route of slow travel versus quickly to somewhere and back again. Do you think slow travel means that somebody needs to have months and months off work or are you able to work around people's schedules if they maybe only have a couple of weeks spare? 
yeah absolutely not so we do three day trips we do oh, occasionally okay. two day trips <laughs> um but no I mean we we certainly make use of nice quick connections or for example direct Eurostars to Amsterdam are our friend yeah. and there are lots yeah. of night trains from Amsterdam so actually that's quite a nice way to jump off a route right get get on a Eurostar from London um be in Amsterdam shortly have a lovely day there we'll sort the bag storage and then there's a night train that takes you down to Zurich for the Alps or you know wherever you're going from there so I think you can you can actually cover using the night trains and the night boats you can cover a lot of distance um, while you're sleeping in actually a private cabin that feels just like a night in a hotel, really. Um, and then we will, uh, you know, I think we'll use slow routes where we think that there's a really rich set of stops and experiences that exist on those routes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're also really happy to do a quick, you know, if it's just exciting place to exciting place and there's a quick A to B between them, then we're we're super happy to use those as well. Yeah, the traveling at night is such a good point. I'm currently in India myself and I'm doing a lot of night trains, actually, because as you said, it's part of the experience and and I enjoy it so much. I do love traveling by train. Yeah, it's magical, isn't it? Very much so. Um, How is slow travel reframing the way that travel companies view sustainability and why is this so important? Mm, So that one, I think think we're, as an industry, uh, we have historically been quite, of a mindset that is you know we we must be more sustainable right we need we ought to be more sustainable and we need to do all of these things um that maybe are inconvenient or expensive but but important um so it's sort of trade-offs you know and I think that a lot of a lot of companies and people in the industry will will still think in terms of trade-offs of well you know we ought to do this so let's do that even if it means compromising somewhere else so I think the really exciting thing about slow travel experience is that um because it's richer and more joyful in lots of ways um it means that you're not compromising on experience to get the sustainability you're sort of elevating the experience to get sustainability as a byproduct of that um so i think that the opportunity really for for travel companies in general is this is a really interesting new product that you should be thinking about and considering adding to your product set which actually customers will love will buy will probably repeat buy will spread the word of and will also um perhaps pay a premium for as well you know so so you're not um you're not compromising in the same way that you might be thinking you know, if you can persuade people hey there's a flight free route to get you here we've just launched trips to morocco it takes three days but you um you go through Spain, you go through France, you know, you have such a, such a, you know, broken journey with little, little bits of stops. Um, And actually, if you were to say, well, you can fly to Marrakesh, but also there's a, there's a kind of three day holiday extension version of this. Yeah, where you go an over exciting extension. That sounds wonderful. Right. Actually. Yeah, yeah. So make it a bit more of your holiday, um, maybe do it one way and don't do it the other way. But the more I think that the, the industry can kind of engage with, wow, actually, like people really want this, you know, we know people are driving, you know, sustainability is driving decision making more, but people are looking for kind of getting off the beaten path, doing something a bit different. Um, so all of these things help, help, I hope other brands, you know, we've got a partnership with Intrepid and Exodus and Coony, and, you know, all of those brands are looking at this as something actually my customers would love to do it. And I'm proud to offer it to them. And then by way, you know, we have, we have kind of a B2B focus as well as a B2C focus. So we're there to say, well, the more brands that want to offer this, if we can partner with them to make it simple and one click for them to do it, and they don't have to do all the plumbing of timetables and connections and things that inevitably come with this, then that can only be a good thing for the world. 
Yeah, definitely. You've mentioned quite a few brands there, Intrepid, Eurostar, things like that. How does Byway work with partners as well as local communities? Mm, yeah, so um, so I could probably take those one at a time. So the local communities, we're very focused on, you know, a, probably a more holistic picture of sustainability. You know, we're a certified B Corp. We, we absolutely care about the climate impact um, of what we're doing, but also about uh, making sure, you know, if we're booking accommodation experiences, we'd like that to be locally owned and operated. We'd like the money that is being spent to stay within the community. Ideally, you know, we'd like to know where there are regenerative things going on that we can be part of and that our trips can include. Um, so we work quite closely with DMOs um, and people on the ground. We have a network of kind of freelance journalists as well. So when we're putting together product and we're going into new markets, you know, we need to know them really, really well to be awesome. able to help yeah. explore them and know where to take them and what to do. Um, so I suppose that that's a really important part of partnerships for us is where we can partner locally to make sure that we have the right people involved in co-creating the product that exists mm -hmm. um, and then the other side is more on the um, on the customer on the demand side um, which is where we're essentially partnering in a few different ways so we have an agency model we have an affiliate model um, and it just means that people can offer a flight-free journey sometimes um, you know where we work with Kiwoni it tends to be more of the whole holiday and someone might say oh I'd like 10 10 days to Sicily and Caroni might say oh well there, there's a byway holiday that would just suit you perfectly and um and they'll just sell that you know in an agency model typically um and then some of the things that we'll do with say an Intrepid or an Exodus will be they've already sold their own trip already and normally someone will fly to the beginning of it and will fly to the from the end of it um so it's sort of a self-contained thing and then you do your flights as an add-on um so with that kind of partnership we say well here's the here's the grounded slower joyful journey that goes instead of the flight and people might buy both or just one that's great it sounds like there's a lot of flexibility for the customers actually it sounds wonderful hmm. um, you've mentioned that there's an increase in interest in slow travel but there must be some kind of challenges to making it more mainstream yeah yeah <laughs> there are plenty um so that yeah that is our mission is make slow travel mainstream let's get to a place where <laughs> you know, by default, people would seriously think about not hopping on a plane when they think holiday, um, which is certainly in the UK is a shift. A lot of people will think plane first and and there are lots of reasons for that. Um, so I think part of it's in complexity, right? How do you know where you'd go? How do you know what a sleeper train even is and what, what that cabin looks like? And um, what do the timetables say? And where do you even find them? And is there a pass? And if I'm going to Switzerland, have I ever heard of a Swiss pass? And did I know that makes my train so much less expensive? And what about Interrail? And, you know, there's all of that. And if I'm stopping off on the way, where would I leave my bag? So there's kind of the complexity bit, which, um, you know, we have hopefully uh, kind of taken care of with our tech that says actually you don't have to worry about that bit now that hump is gone um I think the other humps are one is just awareness you know this is still a really early kind of nascent thing that people are talking about so uh, this is where you know that brand partnerships we were just talking about it's really exciting for us to be partnering with uh, bigger brands than we are because it it helps with the awareness of hey guys did you even know this was a thing you could do on holiday and did you know how nice it was and all of that um so partly I think it's awareness and then obviously the other is cost um so we have you know we have a kind of middle of the market and up product but it's very hard for us to have a budget product right now because of the cost of rail versus the cost of a low cost flight where you can do a return for 30 quid um so you know we 
in a sense, we are quite comfortable with where we're starting because we know that, you know, generally the biggest footprints go with the frequent flyers who are flying a lot by default. Um, and actually, if we can help them discover this kind of holiday, then that's that's super duper, because if they fly half their holidays instead of all their holidays, then wow, we've made quite a big impact there. Um, so in a sense, we would love to have a budget product and we absolutely have that in plan. But but part of that then is a big policy agenda that we're, <laughs> that we're undertaking this year and beyond. And this is, again, where brand partnerships and collaborations are really interesting to us. If we can add voices to this to be saying, let's let's get some of the subsidies that go into air, going into rail, let's make it cheaper and more accessible for everyone to be able to travel in this way. Um, I think that's a really important thing for us to get through. I think some people might just think that if they're not able to fly quickly, like you mentioned, then they're missing out on days of their holiday. But as you've so eloquently explained, actually, that's going to be probably one of their favourite parts of the holiday is the kind of slow travel to the destination. It certainly is is one of my favourite ways to travel. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think it's that it is a, a real mindset sh- mindset shift, sorry, mm. where, you know, for us, it's quite, it's quite an ingrained model for us to think I'm going on holiday to X. Yeah. So I go to X, then I have holiday at X, and then I come <laughs> back to X. And that's, you know, that's quite a normal thing to have as a mental model. So we are really trying to sort of shift that into it's quite a change to start saying actually my holiday starts when I leave my front door and it has all these stops and all these things and actually that you're not you're not taking three days to get to your holiday you're just saying three days of the holiday we're in that place and that place and that place and on that sleep train and it was really fantastic and then the holiday carried on with a slightly longer stay here and then it was home again this way on a different route and um the journey as the holiday is what we're introducing so the, the A to B is the mental model that we're chipping away at. So I understand you're looking to attend ITB later this year. Why are yeah. these international events so important for Byway? Oh, I think I think it's again, it's that awareness piece. It's we're really, you know, we're really excited to be able to share with the industry all the findings that we have around customer experience. You know, we have 97% five-star reviews, the rest are four-star reviews. You know, everybody really, really loves it. Uh, and they come back and uh, and I think, you know, the industry- well, Congratulations. <laughs> Um, but that you know but lots of people be like what going on trains on holiday like you know it's a it's a it's hard for people by default to go oh yeah well of course people would really love that experience you know so I think it's important for us to be able to sort of just introduce this that's still quite early in lots of people's thinking and, and show real data and examples to help um, other people jump on hopefully a slow travel flight free bandwagon a bit more with their products um, but the other is just that partnerships piece you know it's just fantastic to be at these events with you know in rooms full of people who are excited to think about what else they could do and who else they could work with and what else they can learn um, you know I think the the energy in these sorts of events like ITB is just fantastic for partnering and innovating uh, which we love to do. Great. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I, of course, will be at ITB myself, so I look forward to meeting you there. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thanks very much to Kat Jones there for the chat about byway travel and all of the wonderful flight-free and slow travel opportunities. Now, that's just about all we've got time for, unfortunately, on the ITB News Podcast. But do join me next time for more news and updates about ITB Berlin. And of course, for more information, please do visit news.itb.com. Dot com.